in lieu of season two ending and season three starting, we decided to cuck you a little more and make you wait for the Bundy part two. So in the meantime, hey, we're not going to leave you high and dry. So here's the next episode. The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu! Marada! I told you I would find you. Noni! Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. What's going on, Misfortunate listeners? Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the world, The Men of Misfortune. If you're listening to this, you just now started making better choices with your life. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. Today, I'm joined with the great co-hosts, Riley Wallen. Tom with the magic wand. What's up, dipshits? It's a rainy dipshit. How's everybody doing? I am doing fantastic. I've honestly had like one of the greatest days of my life so far. Why is that? Because I got ownership of my Miata finally. Fuck I spent like three fucking hours driving it today. He pulled up. He I, pulled I, up. I was definitely pulling up like everywhere I could. I was. I turned into a little baby like in that Meat Canyon video. He he messaged me. He's like, "Hey, I'm on the way to the dispensary in the Miata. <laughs> like, check me out. <laughs> like, bro, there is no more freedom in life than driving in a convertible top car. Tell me how fucking American you you felt driving that car. Uh, not the very wind American. blowing in through you, what little hair you have left. That's right. It definitely was. Like, I'd pull up to a stoplight and I have to like look above the fucking windshield to see like if it when it was gonna change because the car sits so goddamn low to the ground. I feel like that's so one I of those cars it. that has to have like a, a tape stuck in the cassette tape player. So the song that goes. I'm on the right on to elect it just that that's the only song that fucking plays. yeah the yeah. only fucking song <laughs> that sounds like it'd be my purgatory <laughs> yeah no I, I can see you just pulling up that. and like seeing like getting to a stop sign and like this SUV of hot girls pulls up and they just stare at you because the song is just blasting in your car <laughs> I actually was blasting like Limp Biscuit the whole entire oh, time. What I was a fucking driving. gangster! <laughs> fucking Chad. It's just the one album. Like it was like the first CD I saw in my garage, and I'm just like, ah, oh, can't go wrong with this. Sunny but, day, you know, you driving like, Miata. By like the third listen of it, I was just like, I want to fucking kill myself. Yeah. You did. You kept rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Keep rolling. That song actually wasn't on that CD. Really? All it right. wasn't. All right. No, but Nookie and uh, rearranged and all the other good songs. Break stuff. Were, Still bangers. Yeah. So that was I, I got that. I got a new PC case today. I got weed for my birthday. His oh, birthday's yeah. coming up. I got to up. take like a two-hour nap and hang out with my boys. He's about to join the Dirty 30 Club. Yeah, and to celebrate, we're drinking a Dirty 30. Yes, so. sir. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, had an excellent day. How about you, Tom? What's going I've on? I've been doing good. You know, I honestly didn't realize that you got a haircut until now. I haven't seen you in so long. But... Bro, I got... I chopped the top off, and I got a fade last week. He Probably came, doesn't look as good now. The first time he shaved his head, I, I came over, and I was like, you look like Natalie Portman from V for Vendetta. He definitely is. <laughs> he was like, what's up, Slim Shady? And I'm like, oh, here fucking go. I'm like, I'm like, you said the one thing I knew somebody was going to say eventually. <laughs> got to just take it out right right at the beginning, right at yeah, the top. It was, it was a little weird. Like I went to work, and my coworker was just like yelling across the shop, bald. Bald, bald. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, not quite, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I've been, you know, planning a wedding, 
being stressed out about that. Uh, I just realized we, I started out with being one of the people with short hair in this, and now I'm one of the people with long hair. And the he two does, guys that I yeah. technically have the longest hair. Well, Dylan has longer hair than me. I, has anyone really seen Dylan's like the top of Dylan's head? Like no, he wears that hat actually, all the time. I have no. He always has his hair pulled back. Yeah, which is kind of why I cut mine because I was just like, I, I have long hair, but I don't even like let it show. I just have it pulled back. I might as well fucking cut it. Mine literally <laughs> naturally goes in an M shape around my face. I see that, yeah. I I'm, can't help it. You got like a Prince Charming vibe thing. Yeah, you got like a I got Raphael nice from like Soul Calibur. Ooh, I, I do. I, 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 I appreciate that. That's a compliment. Like Prince right Charming from Shrek, kind of. With the glasses, I was going to go as um, Milo from Atlantis, the Disney movie Atlantis. You could pull it off. But you yeah, it's been uh, it getting the episode for the my new podcast for the Cryptid College out here. It sounds solid. It's a solid, solid it's foundation. Decent. It's pretty decent. So. How you been doing, Jake? Fucking cranky. Why? Uh, I just remembered, like, the other day, that Oktoberfest is in fucking September. Dude, he told me this at the bar and had a full-on yeah, argumentative. Yeah, i about it. Like, he had a full-on <laughs> argumentative debate with the bartender at Smokestack whenever he discovered okay, this. Okay, I'm 25. I've missed Oktoberfest the past four fucking years because in you October- can't figure out how to I work g- a calendar. That's why. No, no, no. Because you go to Oktoberfest in October. No. Not September. It should, should be called Septemberfest, not Oktoberfest. September is Iowa's October. No, it's not. Obviously, it is if Oktoberfest is in September. Listen, Iowa going. in general does not need a holiday to just drink all day. Yeah, but I want to do up. it like and not feel bad about myself. <laughs> You don't feel bad You're about doing yourself that right anyway. now. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess this is in the name of building content. It gets fucked up for content. I have yeah. like one memory of um, Oktoberfest in my life, and it was when I went to Mayhem Fest with Tyler when Where's I was like fourteen. It was a concert. <laughs> it was our to... first concert. Yeah. And I'm just like lost in the sauce in the crowd, just walking around, you know, whatever. I'm like a young high schooler going to like my first big metal concert. Didn't even listen to metal at that I'm, time. The I heaviest band like, I listened to was Slipknot, and he's like, dude, we got to check out the show. They were playing. They headlined. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to like find Tyler and our other buddy, Brandon, who listens to the show. Shout out to Brandon. Hell yeah. Um, and I just walk into like this big, fat guy, and he just looks at me, and he's got like, he looks like fucking um, Ethan Suplee from like the Butterfly Effect, where he's got like black makeup uh, running down yeah. his face. <laughs> And he's just, he looks at me and he's just like, your pathetic American festivals, nothing in comparison to Oktoberfest. I'm just like, excuse me? <laughs> it's like, this concert is shit. I'm like, well, you don't have to be here if you don't you want to. You can literally leave. You paid for this. And he's I mean, just like, it's pathetic. And he just walked away. I'm like, <laughs> all right. That's okay. Well, that happened. See, he's also <laughs> mad that it's in September, not October. Shut the fuck uh, up. We were there. It was actually August. It was August. That's even worse. It was, it was <laughs> the full month before. It was my first metal concert. Like, when I walked up, uh, I didn't know what to expect. Like, R- Riley's this new friend. We're going to this concert. Like, we're all really pumped. Me, Brandon, and Riley are all collectively. Like, we're hanging a lot, out a lot, but we weren't, like, where we are now. Absolutely nowhere near it. And, like, we were trying to, like, I don't know, kind of. Just I don't know. We it was just, my idea. I'm like, yeah, dudes, we was, should totally go to this. And fucking of course, show. Brandon and I were like, "Fuck yeah, we don't listen to metal. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go." So we went, and my first band was Suicide Silence. I this oh, is burned that. into my memory, and we were walking up 
freshman in high school to this fucking mosh pit. Suicide Silence is playing. Mitch Lucker's in his fucking prime. He's stomping on stage. It's a great time. There's a circle pit right in front of us. There's a guy like Jake's size, but fat ginger, holding his fucking nose because it's broken. Just I remember blood that. Oh running my God. down his face. And I'm As like, we're walking up to it, he's just like, oh. Yeah. Hadn't, I've <laughs> never even been to a fucking metal show. Never been in a mosh pit. Never even seen a mosh pit. I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? Pure anarchy. It's fucking gnarly, bro. Oh, that is burning my brain. And I was like, we're going to. This is what we're listening to? People are fucking dying over we this shit. We listened to Suicide Silence all the way there in your mom's Jeep. Oh, she fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. Every minute of it. And I was just like, I can't believe Tyler's mom's letting us do this right now. This is awesome. And then we met Suicide Silence after that. That was with Mitch, right? Yep. Yeah. Got met the, all of them. Did you met Mitch? Yeah, you yeah. got pictures. I got of the too. picture on my computer. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I will show it to you. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't take a picture with anyone. I got a picture with uh Sid from Slipknot and the basis of Dragon Force. Yeah. And I got his autograph still too, actually. Yeah, that that was when oh. they were at their prime. But anywho, um, I didn't I didn't go to like uh I don't really listen to a lot of metal. Mm-hmm. Like for so like the most Nerd. intense concert fuck you. <laughs> Most like intense concert I went to was uh, I went to Saliva here in Dubuque because of their one song they played Click Click Boom where it's just literally oh, the video is a mosh pit. We got we got the cops called on us because the mosh pit got so violent. Good. That's yeah, that's how it needs to be. That they they had to come and they had to calm everybody down. They had to fucking kick it some was, people out. Woodstock '99, but in Dubuque, baby, dude, it was Dude's. fun as fuck. Did you one. start moshing the fucking cops? We tried. Oh, <laughs> one yeah. that's it was awesome that side. Saliva played here. <laughs> It was at courtside. It was at courtside. They used to. They be... had a courtside. It was a new. Re- it was a new revolution. Saliva and some other band that I've never heard play. Well, anyway, I was just gonna say courtside used to be stuff, etc., which is right next to my job. But also, I just want to say Saliva has definitely way more than one good song. I'm not saying that wasn't their own. That was their only good song. That that's was their the only song known. I would mosh pit to. Oh, I could fair. listen to Click Click Boom for like 45 minutes straight. They just oh, kept yeah. playing that Honestly, one song I on cycle. Too. I just tear shit up for every time I hear that song. I just think of like Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I like, love that song. The part where like they're in the Supra and they pull up next to the Ferrari in the fucking Supra. And they're like, hey, how, <laughs> and Brian's like, hey, how much that cost you? And the guy's like, more than you could afford, pal. And Vin Diesel looks at Paul Walker and he's just like. Smoke him, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Doing the family. Hold Such on. a good scene. Can, can we can we take a minute? Can they stop making those movies? No. They're making they're making so, Fast X. He's got superpowers it's a now. Three. It's a three part ending, right? I was just gonna say. Okay, so they're they're making right. out of three more movies. Because <laughs> they had to what do a total chads, of, bro? They had to do a total of I think like be twelve movies, huh. thirteen movies. What, to have the, they're like to have the, like the longest series that no one. It was gives their a contract. They're like, what better way to end? I, mean, I don't know what I, the proper word will be, so I'm just going to say Too a tenology. A tenology. <laughs> <laughs> or like a trilogy. By making it a trilogy. Damn. Dude, <laughs> they should have ended it. Five. It's not about who's the, the fellowship of the ring. It's not about Luke, I'm your father. It's, it's about, about family. It's about family. It's about family. family. And they're going to CGI Paul Walker into the movie. Terrible I taste. About Terrible that. taste. They're going to pull taste. a fucking Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker Terrible and taste. CGI him into the fucking movie. Well, Mark Hamill is still alive, so he can like he can like he authorize the rights to his yeah. You know, appearance like they can CGI him. If this he, is true. If he gives permission, and like, it looked good. Too. Yeah, it did. But yeah, like, honestly, if I, I was, I was like, holy shit, if I was his family, I wouldn't stand for that shit, man. The only, the only CGI person I want, like CGI'd into a movie, would be Stanley. That's Carrie, the only, or or have it be Deadpool, like they planned. To do. No, see, they, they CGI Carrie Fisher in uh, Star Wars. 
Yeah. Oh, did they really? Because yeah. she, she died yeah. while filming it. I didn't the, know that. The, the, the second one? The second one of the new yeah. trilogy? I, I didn't watch. watch. I think so. Maybe. Maybe. I, I only watched the first last one. one. I remember. It was the last one, I think. Yeah. Those movies fucking suck dick. Correct. They are terrible. But yeah, shitty movies aside... Um, we still need to hear about Tyler's day. Oh man, so uh, I'm running on like two hours of sleep right now. It's going good. Uh, uh, I had my birthday party. I didn't get to talk about this on the podcast. Uh, the episode we did, uh, the Cowboy Bebop episode we just did. I am. I want to apologize, but not really apologize. Just more like explain myself. I think I I had just found out that uh, my gallbladder was infected, and I had a uh, surgery. Uh, basically around that time. And I was so fucked up in that episode from all the drugs they gave me. It was fucking insane. But um, other than that, life's been going pretty good. Uh, Yeah, I'm ready to get the show on. We're going to start recording at a new studio soon. So that's been pretty much the forefront of my like vision and like, focus pretty much. Um, we start setting that up the second week of June or the first week of June. And I am so ready to start doing video content. We're going to start doing TikTok. We're going to start doing YouTube. We've got a. We're gonna get a video editor on board with us, and like it's gonna all come together, and it's exciting to like see this. You know, yes, it's really sad that we're leaving the studio, and this is the last episode we are doing in Riley Studio. It rip, is. rip. This this was like this. This studio has been my baby. If you have seen it, uh, if you want to see it, it's on our Instagram. If you have seen it, this was like a labor of love between everybody in this group, uh, and I see it, and I I see all the like trials and tribulations we had to go through like trying to figure out how to hang up the paneling they like, haven't fallen in so long i found i, I found that, a solution to it it dude, was that, hot glue gun and super we glue. literally went through like eight different variations that fucking of episode we did when up. they were falling from the ceiling and every time they fall we drink that was the best that was fucking that was awesome. gold yeah. i'm so sad amazing. that that episode got lost like that was that it was did? solid yeah no, it didn't we got it back remember that was that was all recorded he found that we have Dead. that? Yeah, yeah we we, posted da- we have that. We posted that. Yeah, I think so. What's it called? I don't fucking remember. I don't remember. God, that was how long ago. Are you my... sure? Yeah, yeah. Mason, remember we were so upset, but then Mason said he was able to hit it saved before his computer shut off. No, no, reset. that was a different time. No. Yeah, that was the one. Either way, yeah. we have it in our catalog if you want to go back and listen through all yeah, our episodes. Find it, let us know what it is. If it's not episode. uploaded, then we're probably going to have to put that on Patreon now that we've talked about it. It's in the ethos now. It's kind of fucking yeah. out there. The ether. The yeah. algorithm. <laughs> it's here. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 a real sad ending. Well, it's, it's actually kind of a happy ending to the studio and, like, seeing all the hard work, all the time we put into doing the show and, like, everything starting to pay off. Uh, we've got a new building, and I think it's going to be a whole new adventure for us. So if you're still with us, I cannot thank you guys enough for, for supporting us, following us. Um, you guys are amazing. So let's go ahead and get this shit show on the road. Riley, you want to take it off? Oh, I couldn't be more than happy to do that. Um, our first story here comes from NME.com. might have heard about this band. They're coming up, and they're pretty fucking great. They're dog shit. No, fuck you, Jay. I haven't given them the time of day. I've been listening to this band for about four years now. Um, Our story here is Sleep Token Gig Disrupted by Absolute Sinister Fart. Moment goes viral. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing this video on Instagram a couple (laughs) weeks ago. It's fucking video. It's so fucking funny. And, like, (laughs) honestly, props to Sleep Token for, like, not fucking up the set while it happened. Because, like, literally everybody in the crowd just, like, like, lost their Oh, shit. hell no! Dude, <laughs> that, dude, that guy had to have shit himself. He had to have. It sounded oh, so fucking wet. <laughs> but Enemy.com here says that a sleep token gig was interrupted this weekend with an audience member appeared to fart 
No, he definitely shit his pants. <laughs> During did. one of the quietest moments in the alt metal band set, the Anonymous Mass UK Collective were performing at the Metro Theatre in Sydney, Australia, the Saturday, April 29th, when one concertgoer apparently let one rip. According to the fans, the unfortunately timed toot came during the quiet piano section of the band's track Atlantic during a brief vocal interlude. Well, I'm glad they said what song it was because I was least I was listening to the No Sleep Token album the other day and I was just like, oh, I wonder what song that guy shit himself during. It was probably that was I, probably the best part of the whole concert. It really was. He um, showed it to me. It's like this absolute void of sound at a concert. Like no one's cheering, no one's doing nothing. anything. It's Literally. just it's like the most solid, quiet. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just absolute no noise whatsoever going on. We'll have, to, we'll have to get the clip and put it in for the Oh, yeah. Later. It's only like fif- 15 seconds or some oh, shit. Something so like we, sh- we should be fine to do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to clip that in for you guys after I'm done talking about <laughs> it. Um, to continue on with the article, someone ripping a giant fart mid-Atlantic in Sydney kind of ruined the mood. A video clip of the moment was captured on Facebook along with a laughing emoji. Bro, that would not ruin my mood. I'd be laughing my ass. Well, People it, did, but yeah, like, they did, and it just escalated like perfectly. Like it was just one guy like, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was Jake's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all nice and quiet. And Jake's all like, I hate sleep token, but he was at the show laughing at some guy's <laughs> fart. <laughs> sleep dog shit. There's no need for the long ass. And, partner and, fucking song. It's not fucking needed. Hey, and, Jake, you remember... Is that um, the only reason you hate it? Bands typically have more than one song. I'm not going to listen to them. That one song ruined it. I, oh, I, I just, I just want to, like, give it to, like, the artist. Honestly, Sleep Token, like, the fact that he was able to, like, had this, like, quiet-ass moment, a build-up, a good build-up coming, and just someone rips shit in their fucking audience enough that everybody can fucking hear it and he holds his composure <laughs> and continues on with the song like it didn't even fucking happen. Yeah, that's solid. what I was saying. Like, solid. I couldn't have pulled it off better. Uh, Tom, <laughs> what do you got for our next story? I got a Florida man gets four years in prison for pouring bleach into co-workers' Pepsi. In uh, DeLand, Florida, a man was sentenced Friday to four years in state prison for pouring bleach into his co-worker's Pepsi last year. The state attorney's office for Florida's 7th District tweeted that Jerome Ellis was sentenced to four years in prison for poisoning a food or water, which is a felony. He he pleaded no contest, though. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah, I did it. it. Yeah, fuck that guy. They they caught him on surveillance camera in October. (laughs) (laughs) September fast, not October fast. They physically caught him pouring bleach into his coworker's soda can at the Dollar General in Deland. The victim later took a sip of the drink, but did not require any medical treatment. So the man said he came up after he left his pop, went to the bathroom, came back. He's like, it smelled of bleach, and he still took a drink. I mean, you got to try it out. He tried it out, didn't he? Need any medical attention? I mean, you always smell your drink first. Like, Tom, you're fucking mead. You smell it. It doesn't smell like alcohol, to be honest. I mean, it is alcohol, but I'm going to fucking drink it regardless because it's fucking good. I mean, it doesn't smell right. I, yeah, I feel like the smell of bleach is so strong that no soda in this world could cover that smell. Mm, you think that bleach could out. go undetectable in, like, a can of Coke? No. You'd... If it was the old Coke recipe, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, you already wouldn't feel your face. Might as well, like, complete the trifecta and just not feel your insides or your person. The Coke cocktail, hey, man. man. 
You're just cleaning yourself out at that point. What Remember. a fucking... Somebody th- said that if you you drink a small amount of bleach... Was it Donald you Trump? Wanna, no, if you want to pass Trump. I know what you're getting test. at. I was going to talk about this. They, they say you can drink like a shot glass of bleach and it'll clean you out for a piss test. So I had somebody tell me in high school... Please don't try this. I know, Our listeners, yeah. please don't try my, this. My, my no. fiance had, knows somebody that did it. And he, it worked for him, but he would take shot glasses of bleach. All right. Yeah, so, listeners, do not fucking do that. We were talking about my strange addiction earlier. Oh, okay. There's definitely a person on there that drank bleach. I'm like 90% sure of that. The gasoline chick? No. The bleach chick. No, I know, but then there's the gasoline chick that all she drank was gasoline. Yeah, that's... I. So, Somebody else fucking talked to me about that the other day, too. That's weird. Anyway. That's the only um, one I know. There was a guy in high school that would tell me all the time. He's like, oh, if you want to take a piss test, just like fill a shot glass of bleach and pour it into a cup of milk and chug it. Who the like, fuck is trying this shit, I'm man? Like, no. Like, absolutely fucking not. I will not do that. Like, that sounds like a terrible idea. It sounds like I'm going to fucking die, for one. <laughs> or, or, or. You're really clean. Or. You just stop smoking weed for a week or so, and that you're fine. That does not work. Yeah, that, way. that would probably work for me. Allegedly, you smoke. Allegedly, I, yeah, I used to actually a lot. Oh, I thought I you know. hated the taste of weed. Allegedly, I, because I used to smoke <laughs> a shitload. Again, sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next story. All yeah, right, what do you got for us? Please yeah, come to pull a jeep out of the lake. They find a woman inside. I love the way you said that. I love the way you said that. Police come, pause. (laughs) (laughs) His brain was doing the same thing. He read it and his brain went, police come. (laughs) All right, I gotta go back to reading. I gotta go back to this. Hold on. Jake just had a real Beavis and Butthead moment there. (laughs) I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Come. (laughs) Come. It all started with a call from a fisherman who said. He saw what looked like a black jeep virtually submerged in a large lake in Marion County, Texas. Not until later, after a tow truck came, did anyone realize someone was inside the vehicle and that they were still alive. We do, quote unquote, we do not know how long the jeep was in the water. This was Captain Chuck Rogers, an investigator at Marion County Sheriff's Office. And that one, just one of several questions that remain unanswered about the whole unusual case. After the initial call on Friday morning, it took deputies around 18 minutes to reach the scene at the Lake of the P- Lake O the Pines. Terrible name for a- that's novel. Okay, Which Lake O the Pines. It says Lake O apostrophe the Pines. That sounds like a book. Yeah, it's awful. Which sits between <laughs> Dallas and Shreveport, La. Dude, these fucking names in Texas. Come on, it looks a little a little longer for a truck. Sorry, one sec. Take a breath. <laughs> It took a little longer for the truck from a nearby wrecker service to arrive. The Jeep was far from shore, about 40 feet out from the water, or from the boat dock, sorry. The fisherman who called the authorities stuck around, using the boat to help get the tow truck, worker to get out the Jeep, using the tow cable, blah, blah. And then the deputies called the ambulance. In the meantime, the woman, who was not identified, was put in a car to keep warm, and she was later taken to the hospital. That's all I've got on that story. Imagine, like, the people that are afraid of drowning. Imagine this woman because she's, like, surrounded by it and she's slowly losing oxygen while sitting in this car at the bottom of a lake and somehow she gets pulled out, like, last second. I want to know how it got 40 feet into the fucking lake. 
she drove it into it. I don't know how the it. fuck she That's... survived that. Yeah, I feel like your car would fill up with water and you'd drown. Well, I go to the worst up. thing possible for that. My brain was like, failed attempt. At suicide. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But I imagine getting pulled out, being like, "I was so close." I don't I, know why, but like the whole time you were telling that story, I was wondering if she was in the driver's seat. Or yeah, the yeah. Seat. There were no questions answered about. Like, there, it's yeah. like that's all we know is what's all been released. Yeah, it would that's make a difference between if she was in the driver's seat, then she drove it in, or if she yeah. lost control, or if she was in the passenger seat and she where's like, the driver? Yeah, like what happened? Right. Yeah, like maybe she passed out in the jeep, and the guy was just like, "Oh fuck this chick," and. She you didn't know, pay for weird. dinner. Today. Like push it into the water, and how to get forty fucking feet off into the lake? Oh, hey. like oh, okay. So Sorry. It's forty. I thought feet you meant away. like forty feet deep. No, no, no yeah, forty yeah, yeah. feet like, away. So it was floating. It was still above water to where she could obviously. No, it was survive. It, was, it was submerged. Oh, okay. so how the fuck did they okay. find it? Like a fisherman I, like, saw it. Oh, a fisherman saw it. So like, so wait, wait, wait. So so it was forty feet underwater. It was forty feet out in the lake underwater. Hold on, right. Let me, let me go back to the fucking story. Okay, where is it? Do. I feel like we're spending too much thought on this one. We are, yeah. Oh, we definitely are, muscles. but my okay. gears are turning now. I'm just like, okay, wait so it a says minute. right here. The Jeep was far from shore, about 40 feet out in the water from the boat ramp. So it's 40 feet away from the boat ramp. But not submerged. No, it said in the first thing that the fisherman who saw a black Jeep virtually submerged, so virtually pretty, pretty fucking much. But not completely. I feel like virtually submerged is submerged. They would have said completely. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe you might see, like, the top of it or something, <laughs> but, like, everything else. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a lot of questions to be asked with that one, I'm sure. Oh, Luckily, yeah. the woman made it out alive. Yeah, you know, correct. Let's all, exactly. Let's all be thankful but for But it did say that. that the police said they couldn't share any more details about the woman or the circumstances that might have led to her predicament. And that was all that was given that. So there's no, like, wait, I can't answer any of your questions because I have no fucking clue. Either way, a good story. Either way, yeah, that's that's. Thank you for sharing with the rest of the class. <laughs> it's a brain teaser. <laughs> I fucking gonna... appreciate you, Jake, for you showing up and reading that story that I definitely Bro, didn't a... just give you. Thank that's you. a brain teaser. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta right. give him some credit. He read it. Fair enough. Soup. What do you got? In reality, who found that story though? The fisherman. I said, who found the story? Technically, he, the... he did say that. I, that is true. Yeah, but the fisherman did find the person, the jeep. Which more he therefore he found the story. Maybe the fisherman put the girl into the jeep. All right, you guys. Now you're getting getting on shit here. Now you're getting dark. Okay, (laughs) we got soup. (laughs) Russian woman convicted of. Russian woman convicted and sentenced after leaving derogatory note on Putin's parents' grave. Irina Tizvenya, sixty, says she barely remembers writing the letter. A woman was convicted in Russia court on Thursday of desecrating the grave of Russian President Vladimir Putin's parents with a derogatory note. Irina, a 60-year-old retiree from St. Petersburg, was found guilty and given a two-year suspended prison sentence for leaving a letter at the grave of Putin's parents, Vladimir Putin and Marvina... Dude, no Russian. Can't do it. What was what was the perpetrator's last name again? Yeah, I need, I need clarification. Do you want to know what that reminds me of? The Lion King entrance. Tessavenya. Putin's okay. You desecrated my Putin's grave. You're going to get shot. 
Death by firing squad. Dude, I bet he was so fucking pissed. Like, how dare you disrespect my parents' grave by leaving a shitty note about how I'm doing down here. Is that I'm really de- is that really desecrating the grave there? It's just a note instead of like actually. Well, it goes into it goes into the uh, note itself, because I'm about to get into it. The note that Testavania placed on the guarded grave and I on the eve of Putin's birthday in October read parents of maniac take him to your place he causes so much pain and trouble the whole world prays for his death death to Putin you raised a monster and a murderer they're not wrong they're not wrong she is not wrong at all by saying that so she was basically (laughs) arrested for leaving this note on his parents grave basically calling him out for what he is and like if you know anything about russia she's lucky that she only got a two-year sentence with this like action i mean he's she's lucky okay what she is lucky that she is even facing that short amount of jail time and that she gets to walk away with her life i'm surprised he doesn't show up shirtless with on his white horse and just like hacks her head off with a machete that he that he made out of stone i mean like she honestly okay so it's it's horrible the fact that okay one i, I don't believe in uh speaking ill towards the dead you know what i mean oh yeah but like technically would that really be desecrating it if it wasn't written on the tombstone like in the like think if it was in the u.s do you think she'd actually be charged with desecrating something if she didn't know probably freedom, not freedom, freedom, and that is speech that is where my mind is going is because i mean let's face it russia and china are probably the most communist country in the oh, yeah. fucking world yep. i could see why the repercussions of her actions would yeah. have happened yeah absolutely Just the state of the country but i also see why she would say something like that because it's honestly, true it's, it's very Putin. true yeah the fact, the fact that he doesn't have, like, the KGB just running around, just, like, murdering all of his enemies, like... I, mark my fucking words right now. If World War Three starts, it's because of Putin. Fuck yeah. 110%. Fuck yeah. Like, the invasion of Ukraine is completely fucking unnecessary. Mm-hmm. 100% and I'm not trying to get too political. Yeah. It's like, but, like, he's literally just like, we want to take over this country, and, well, like, basically because of all its exports. Mm-hmm. Which they me, don't even have that fucking mini. For me, it's it, it looks like history repeating itself because... Germany did the same thing with Poland. Yep. That is true. Yep. And yes. we're watching it exactly. happen just yep. like just like World in War real II. Time. Yep. In real time. We're watching it happen and it really sucks to see all these people fighting for their fucking lives on their last leg, like getting pushed back to their yeah. capital of Kiev. But at the same time, it's like Russia's arsenal is getting outgunned by Ukraine because of all the support because their shit is so old and out of fucking date. Yeah. They cannot keep up with just like the civilians and like the small Ukrainian army. But if we've learned anything from World War II, like with the Battle of Stalingrad, they will fucking send everything and everybody they have at a problem because it's just a numbers game. Like the it Battle really of, Battle of Stalingrad, it was children, women, and elderly. Like the people that were left were just standing there and fucking people up, like exactly. holding the Germans back. Yeah. So like I don't know if the country of Russia, I've never fucking been there. I can't speak upon its people, so I, I don't I don't really have like an expertise in this. And I don't know what these people are saying, but like I feel like the people of Russia don't have the same patriotism as they did in world war ii because there was a just cause they were worried about invasion like this is russia just being like hey we want the ussr back so we're going to yeah. take like the first thing that fucking left and the biggest problem we have yeah. so yeah. like and it sucks so I, I i i i watch it and i just every time i see some fucking 
dumbass posts on Facebook bitching about some kind of life that they're living. Like, oh, I stubbed my toe in the to- corner of the bed. And it's, it's like, like, well, you could be waking up to a bomb exploding outside yeah. of your house every day and you're reaching for your assault rifle to fight off people trying to literally fucking invade and kill your home. Do you remember no. when the when the when the invasion first started? Like, yeah, it dude, was insane. It, it, it was it just feels like so long ago. It does. It, and like it in wasn't. my mind, I was just like, how could something like this just happen unprompted in a modern age? Like, it just shouldn't be allowed. No, like, there's, there's things set in place to prevent this from fucking happening. It's like something you'd see in a goddamn movie. All right, Riley, what we got? Moving on. Uh, we have our next story from NPR.org titled "A Massive Dump of Pasta in New Jersey Sets Off a Fury of Interest and Also a Fury." like mad max fury road but with pasta dude this this the headline <laughs> enough pisses me off because i'm a huge pasta lover spaghetti all? is like my number one food to go to like when i lost my gallbladder and i i heard that i couldn't have like normal spaghetti again i was like my wait, life is wait, over wait, like you can't i have to eat turkey meat spaghetti that's wheat like wheat pasta oh, with turkey fuck meat. That it's actually fire. It wasn't bad. That yeah, you ate. Bad. You ate it. Birthday. Yeah, you yeah. had some. You ate the fuck out of it. Yeah, we all the really, food. Really all the fucking f- drunk though. All the food at my birthday was all the food that I eat like on a daily basis. It was fruit. Yeah. I also had wings before I came. There's one that I'm hungry. Oh, that's oh. right. You went to the wing festival. I went to fucking wing. So it's forcing you to be on a good diet, basically. Yeah, and I, you're complaining about no, that. No, either way, not. fuck Tyler's diet. I'm sorry, but fair. I just want to read the story. Sadly, it's not unusual for things to be dumped in New Jersey, like bodies. We've all seen oh, The Sopranos, like right? Bodies. Nope. But a recent case brought a new twist. Hundreds of pounds of pasta left along a local brook and a mystery about who did it and why. I can hear the Italians crying. Fuck, I'm crying. Should I read the rest of the story <laughs> in an Italian accent? Yes. Do it. In your right best now. Mario accent, go. In your go. best Mario accent. I was going to do, like, Tony Soprano. Oh, uh, no, no, Tony Soprano. Do that. Tony uh, Soprano. Okay, Walkers in Old Brits Township found a 15-wheel fucking barrel loads of illegal dump pasta along a creek in a residential neighborhood. Our Old Bridges business administrator, Himanshu Shah, told NPR, The pasta came in a variety of shapes, from spaghetti to macaroni to my mom's gabagoosh. <laughs> Mounds of it sitting in a long, a wooded bank of Irisek Brook. Photos from the scene set off a range of interactions, from pasta buns to bafflement over who would do such a thing and why. That was beautiful, Riley. That was fucking beautiful. Dude, that was he fucking was doing awesome. like hand signals the entire time, using his fucking hands to talk like a fucking Italian gangster. But for residents like my name, Nina Janakowitz, the noodle's unexplained appearance was the last straw especially since it's in my fucking territory. At this point, I don't know who did it, she told NPR. But this story is not about that. For her, it was, it's not who dumped the pasta, but why. <laughs> <laughs> While people fixate on the pasta gate, not to be confused with pizza gate, aspect of the story, Janakowitz said, the story really is about the fact that the old bridge, we do not have bulk garbage pickup inside of there. It has been a point of contention for the entire time I've lived in this town, for 23 years. And now i got to deal with this shit in my backyard. 
Tony Pozzarelli, I cannot thank you enough for stopping by the studio to do that. That was beautiful. Dude, can I buy you a tracksuit? <laughs> Bro, tracksuit and a golden chain. That's what you're going for out. for Halloween. For our listeners and for my guys here in the room, if you have not watched The Sopranos, it is honestly one of the greatest shows ever made. I've seen wor- clips. With the worst fucking ending ever. But yeah. goddamn, is that show good. It's always like that, isn't it? It's a great show with a horrible ending. No, it, literally, a bad ending. it literally has the most like open and... Open-ended ending ever. Oh, like Hunter uh, Hunter. We don't talk well, about that. No, here. there's there's a continuation <laughs> that to ending. that. Yoshi Dagashi. We don't talk about. There is a continuation here. to Hunter Hunter inside of the original publishing. Sopranos. It's just like ah, it's over. <laughs> that's it. No more content. Yo, yeah, done. Like I, I'll I'll tell you the ending. Like no context aside. Spoiler okay. alert. It's literally like it's all the family. Years, Fair enough. Sits in a diner. They put a quarter in like the little table jukebox in a restaurant. And then a car pulls up, and somebody looks back, and then it just stops. <laughs> That's it. Are you <laughs> shitting me? I'm not even kidding. And the guy that played Tony, Tony Soprano is dead. So they so can't do anything th- with They him. can't continue it. Yeah. CGI is ass in there. The only continuation of that show has been the prequel movie they made about Tony Soprano a few years ago. It's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Forget the name of it. I watched it. It's honestly not that great compared to the show. <laughs> but either way, Potsagate, Potsa. But either way, Postigate was a thing. It's done. It's passed. Who's got the next story on this? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I want to let you know that it burns my blood to hear this. It really does. It really upsets me to hear this story. The amount of unused Parmesan cheese in this. Just, they are mm. starving children in Africa. As and we just I got know. like 50 pounds of I pasta know. on the side of the Brooklyn fucking pounds. bridge. 100 pounds. 100 pounds on the side of, oh, I'm sorry, the New Jersey bridge. You we know, could just have made fucking the chilling. biggest pot of spaghetti if they would have just threw some No, salt. now it's swimming <laughs> with the fucking fishes, though. <laughs> Yo, the pasta's in the fucking lake, slimming with Frankie and the fishes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I wonder if fish can actually eat I had to give that. Good. I had to give that pasta some fucking concrete shoes, you know, fresh <laughs> off the block. Why are you so good at that? Come on, man. Why are you so fucking good at that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm upset about that. If I have one guilty pleasure in life, it's watching old Italian mobster. Can you I thought it was going to be your Joe Biden impersonation because your Joe no. Biden impersonation is honestly the most fire thing I've ever heard Thank you say. Can you read me a bedtime story in that voice? Like I, the Joe Biden one? No, 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 no. The fucking <laughs> I'm going to read. I'm going to literally get you like the novelization of Bronx Tale and read it to you, <sighs> which is such a fire movie. Can you like by hold the way. me and like fall asleep in your arms? I mean, Dude, no, he's going to rock you so so gently. So Bronx Tale is probably one of the best Italian gangster movies of all time. But anyway, I can talk about that shit all day. We we actually are here to talk about other things. <laughs> so Tom. What are we going to talk about next? I have a man killed after reacting to a Facebook photo with a laughing emoji. Isaiah Craig Fitzgerald, 18 years old, was killed after a war of words on Facebook precipitated his reaction to the profile photo of Tanner Watkins and his girlfriend. A man in rural Missouri was shot to death and a woman was injured following a heated social media debate, which I'm sadly to say not surprised by shit like that. Like I said earlier when we uh, talked about the story before the show, I have always expected something like this happening. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's bound to happen. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) So they only talk about one person getting arrested, but Watkins, who was 20, and Caleb M. Ramsey, 18, were arrested and charged with murder, three counts of assault, four counts of unlawful use of a weapon, and armed criminal action. So some people on Facebook might have seen this. This was a picture that went around. It was a picture of a couple. 
and there was a person who laugh reacted to the picture. The guy in the picture commented and tagged the guy who laughed and was like, hey, why the fuck are you laughing at me and my girl? And they basically had like, I want to say like five or six corresponding comments and basically it ended with the guy in the picture saying, all right, I'm going to show up to your house. You know what that probably was? You ever see those memes like, you pay me five bucks, I'll laugh react to your ex's post? That's probably what it was. Bro. It could have been. (laughs) Five bucks and got killed. So Chief Jim McMillan said they were communicating through social media, and it looked like they were trying to meet up at a location and fight. But further on in the report was one vehicle with four people inside was waiting while two other vehicles arrived with five other people inside each. And then shots were fired from both vehicles. For some odd reason, I picture like the the wedding scene at Kill Bill, where there's just a line of people with assault rifles just blasting a building in pieces. That's all I picture. This went from two dudes having a fight to a fucking three vehicle shootout. Yeah, and I don't understand that much fire f- power for something that for small. For a laughing emoji. I mean, I it get it if you like man. if you're trying to like. You know, keep your respect up and, and do whatever, and you, you want to fight really, this guy. But, like, you pulled up with, with an army, and you were like, what now? And started just shooting. So he yeah. really loved, like, it was a picture of a couple, right? You said yeah, that? it was a picture yeah. of a couple. So he really loved this fucking girl. La- yeah. But this, this guy is laughed this? at it, and then now he's pissed off, and then got a fucking I see where guy. Jake right. is going. Like, we're, we have <laughs> this couple that's in love. We, like we shouldn't malign them to the evil side because he just <laughs> honestly, innocent, like, you know, murdering an innocent man, you know, just for laughing at a fucking post. But I see where you're coming from, Jake. I am not backing the murder up I, at all. It sounds I'm like not, you are. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> it not, sounds like Jake are. supports the murder. No. <laughs> I want to let you know, whenever we do a, tri- a true crime episode, the reason why Jake's not on it is because he 100% supports every serial killer that we ever talk say, about. He's allegedly sympathize, sympathize with the killer. <laughs> and, like. and, that's, and I was like, you know what, Jake? You need to tone that back. You need to not do that on the show. And he got back on the show, and he was like, you know what? I love all serial killers. Colts are great. You know what? All, all I got to say is I get it. You get it. He's starting a GoFundMe for serial killers to get them out. <laughs> no, I can okay. see it. No, Jake's like, everybody has a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, what do you got for the next story? Okay, man? I'm not going to read you the full title because I want to surprise you guys here in a sec. Oh. Surprise me, Daddy. So a Hilton guest <laughs> sues the hotel hotel manager. He laughed before he could get out. I love, fucking love this story. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this story. <laughs> Okay, so a Nashville hotel employee, the manager actually, has been charged with an aggravated burglary and assault on entering a Texas man's hotel room in the middle of the night. David Neal, the manager, was arrested. Or no, yeah, sorry, my bad. David Neal was arrested after Pete Brennan claimed he was sleeping and awoke to Neal sucking on his toes. <laughs> What's your first reaction? Why go, Tom. Like go, Tom. So I want to hear your first reaction. You're I want to know why Jake likes this so much. Because you want your toes sucked, Jake, in a hotel room. Hey, we don't no, kink no. shame here, Tom. No, no. I'm not kink no, no, shaming. No, no, no. I'm asking maybe for personal preference. Do you want to know why I laugh at this? Because I sweat a lot in my sleep. My feet sweat a lot. If a dude walked in, broke into my house and sucked my toes, jokes on them. I sweat. Jake, oh. you've smelled my feet at work. All I'm saying is if we go on tour, I don't want to share a room with Tom. That's all I'm saying with this. My feet only smell like that after work. All right? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about waking up with like a face hugger on my foot. 
I'll be staring at you like face, face to face, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. It'd just be like a horrible dream. Now, how do you not like just straight up upper kick this dude in the? the I was gonna say face. we're talking about first reactions here. That would definitely be mine. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I learned in my life. It's like my arms may not be that strong. My legs will fucking like they'll like kick your fucking head Dick off. Dick thighs <laughs> save lives, man. There's a lot I'm of muscle behind you. that fucking kick. So like, bro. if I wake up, some guy just like <laughs> just slobbing on your slobbing on your. I'm piggies, literally bro. gonna fucking kick the top of his head off, and all you're gonna see is like just his lower jaw sitting. I already picture a scenario <laughs> for this guy. He he creeps into the room. He uses his managerial car to get into the fucking room. He sneaks in there real quiet like like, you know, and he gets up to the bed and he pulls up the sheets and he starts doing this little piggy went to the market and he gets to like the piggy toe and then like keeps going like fur- further on his foot like I want to know how many toes it took for this man to wake up and be like, "Yo, what the fuck's on my foot?" This little piggy. <laughs> This I'm little piggy, <laughs> this little piggy gets peanut butter. <laughs> this little piggy went to McDonald's. This Bruh. little piggy went to the market. This little piggy went to the water park. My <laughs> thing is, my thing is, if he got caught, all I personally, I think the first thing out of his mouth would be, "No one will believe you." I mean, what a haunting <laughs> message! <laughs> what a haunting message! And as he like stands up, Bro, you're telling me. All right, you're telling me. That if somebody you woke up, somebody sucking on your toes, and he stopped, said you won't believe you, nobody will believe, and you walked out, that you wouldn't be wiping everything off of your toes right off. The so bat. my 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 way of thinking of the way you're the way you're presenting this is, I think this dude like gently wakes up. This guy who's sucking on his toes realizes this man wakes up because he's like, what the fuck's on my foot? He rises up. They make eye contact. The dude sucking on the foot says. No one will believe you. And as he slowly walks out, he's still making direct eye yeah. contact. Like, what? That's yeah. savage, bro. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I think out of anybody in this room, I spend the most time in hotels. You do. And I just yeah. stayed at the Hilton. So this is a real fear for me. This is I go right to now. sleep this, in these hotels. We We're going to get lower in this story, and it's going to say Riley Wallen. I was going to say, the so next. Fine. Okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. But I'm just saying, I could be a potential victim of this. God, I Are you now worried? So. I'm a little bit, yeah. I'm going to show up to your hotel room now. Dude, I'm going to start bringing my toe knife with me. Toe knife? Yeah. Solid choice. It's just like a ring with like a toe, like with. It's just like one of those like finger rings, like one of the like cradle of filth, like goth, like you know, full finger. Oh, the rings. fucking little claw. Yeah, yeah, just like but one on of those toe. on my toe with just like a knife at the end. Of want, it. Imagine <laughs> his reaction to that if you like pull back the blanket and you were just wearing talons. <laughs> what the fuck do I do with these? Just Freddy Krueger his face, like. So to finish the story out, according to the Nashville PD, Neil made a key card to illegally enter Brennan's room after f- around five a.m. And the only reason Brennan knew. Neil was a manager is because he came into his room the day before with a second employee to address an issue with his TV. So he was scoping out the place. That's fucked up. He saw and the dude's feet and he's like, those feet. And those yeah, are the that's, feet. He's like, that's, those are the ones I got to suck on. That's exactly what I was going to say. I thought he was going to be like a master key carp. He specifically went for that. Yeah, guy. he just made a He copy. is literally the, the BTK of hotels because BTK's like daytime job was he set up security cameras. So he knew the houses. He knew where the cameras were. He knew what to do whenever he got to the scene. So he like knew a layout. Like this man worked there. He walked in, scoped out the area. He saw Piggy McGee, and he's like, "I'm breaking into this guy's room and I'm sucking on them fucking piggies." So 
I want to know if, like, he just saw this dude and said, I'm sucking on his toes, or if he, like, watched, if he stalked him to go into the pool, and then he's like, those fucking toes need to get sucked on tonight. See, I could you imagine, like, me walking into a hotel with my boots on, and, like, this dude, this manager by the desk looks over the fucking... Those are going to be some stinky feet. <laughs> I was going to say, toes. maybe maybe the guy was, like, wearing sandals when he checked oh, into the hotel. Too, All right, you got me, yeah. you got me there. People say, do wear sandals. Maybe the manager checked him in and was just like, whoa. Some nice fucking toes. That's so a some nice hairless toes. Big toe. now, I see a little hair. I want to suck. That I've off. seen those toes before. Only fans. <laughs> now we have to. Now we have to draw to the next. The next conclusion of this. This story is. Um, is this a repeat offender? Do we have a serial toe sucker? Has to be. Has so to be. you think this is experience? All right, here. This can't mm. be the first time this guy went for something like that. I- does it tell uh, I, you? I don't know. If he was a manager at a hotel. He was clearly abusing his power. So the only thing it says is Brennan's lawyers were told that Neil was fired because he refused to give a statement regarding the alleged assault. Brennan has called alleged. A- yeah. So he had no proof. That's exactly was, where I was going with. But there probably was video of the guy walking in the hallway and going into the, to room. the room. Yeah, but yeah, you have no, yeah. you have yeah. no proof of what actually. It's Who he the said, fuck she said. It's he said she. How outlandish is it saying this dude was sucking on my toes? I don't know. That's pretty fucked up, though. Anyway. If any one of my employees, like if I'm hiring someone and they fucking a customer comes up like, hey, this person over here came to my room was sucking on my toes. Pressure are like. What in the fuck are you talking? Why about? Why are you telling me this? Tell and tell then, your like, pastor. And then your gears start turning like. First of all, Neil's pretty kind of fucked up. I can I can see him being a toe sucker. I mean, but nothing against that. But he goes to customer's <laughs> room and breaks in and then sucks toes. Like that's what pretty fucked up. What does a so tucker look like to you? Fuck off. A so tucker. A so tucker. Toe sucker. Toe sucker. Have you seen My Have man. you seen the movie Seven with Kevin Smith? Or Kevin Spacey, right? Kevin Spacey. It's yeah. So Kevin Spacey. I picture a Kevin Spacey type of manager. He's got glasses, bald. Right. He's kind of got the ring of hair on the back right. of his head. He's, He's very unsettling, like dead behind the eyes look in his face. That he until he sees your toes. Yeah, Hi. but like, that's like more of like an internal <laughs> struggle Welcome for him. To the Hilton. <laughs> You're in room two thirty seven. Enjoy your stay. So the incident occurred on March 30th, and Neil was charged on March or May 5th. Sorry, he remained jailed on a twenty-seven thousand dollars bond. What is the actual charge, though? Like, is it sexual assault? Uh, is it's it assault? A, it's, it aggravated burglary and assault after an assault, I guess, because he sucked on a man's toes. But I, I thought like sucking on a man, like sucking on toes, was like a sexual act to some people. It's you not know what I mean? consent, though. It's if you come to my house, Tom, because you may or may not know where my spare keys at, I don't even, maybe. Carissa would let me in the door. Correct. And if you just walk into my bedroom and start sucking on my toes, for one, you're fucked up. Cause you're going to like it. Sweaty toes, though, I don't know. But I'm going to be a little, it's like, that's kind of assault. I don't want that. It's not assault. Am I going to stop you? I didn't throw salt at you. Either way. We've <laughs> now, got- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got one more, I got one more point, and then we, can, then okay. we can go. All right. Now that we've faced... His reaction in the hotel room. Now we also have to deal with how did he go about telling people about this? Did he go down to the fucking clerk who was probably like 17, 18, working a third shift job, just trying to get through high school? And he just shows up and he's like, yo, so like your boss kind of like broke into my room and started sucking on my toes. And like imagine just the absolute fear you have as that fucking front desk clerk that has to deal with. With the fact that some dude is in your hotel breaking into people's rooms and sucking on their feet. <laughs> or did he just call the cops straight out and said, yo, I woke up and, like, what would you be? What would you think if you were the dispatcher and the guy called and said, yo, I need cops sent here. I just woke up to a dude sucking on my toes. I think I'll call the cops first and explain later. 
That's what I would do, probably. I feel like that's something you couldn't just explain to the cops in one sentence. Sucking dude broke in. Sucking dude broke in. All right, go to bed. Sucking dude broke in. Sucking dude You would have to make it, like, as vague while being, like... This guy broke in, and he was sucking me. Sir, Hotel broke in. Toes sucked. Not wanted. Anyway, toe suckers aside, we should definitely move on to our next story. Ooh, so father of at least 550 children banned from donating any more sperm. I can't imagine that child support if somebody came at him. <laughs> I just picture the episode of Family Guy where all of Peter's children show up, and I just, like, that image alone stops me from donating sperm every single day. So I got to ask. So I got to ask. Would you guys ever actually, like, Jake, you can't. But would you guys ever actually donate sperm? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I, I, mean, I looked into it. You have to have a college degree. Do you? You have to have, a, you have, to have at least a bachelor's <laughs> degree, or what? you have to have a skilled trade. So, like... Okay, so welding. Welding's... I don't think welding was on that. I think it was, like, woodwork. That's fucking... That's a skill trade. What do you fucking mean? skill trade. Don't ask me. I, I, you would have to look it up. Well, I was in North Carolina, and I was, like doing a bunch of drugs and more worried about doing drugs and paying rent and eating food. I like, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I need money. Even though I had two jobs and I could have just stopped doing drugs and I chose not to. What's more fun though. Exactly. You're jerking off. You get paid money to donate. Yeah, you do. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like donating plasma. Most of the time it pays well too. Yeah, it does. So like, I looked it up and you had to have a college degree and some kind of skilled trade, but let's get back to the story. The man identified only as Jonathan M. has massively exceeded Dutch national guidelines, which states donors are allowed to father the maximum of 25 children with 12 mothers. National guidelines in the Netherlands say sperm donors are allowed to father the maximum of 25 children with 12 mothers. The prolific donor identified as Jonathan M. under Dutch privacy rules provided sperm to several Dutch fertility clinics, a faculty in Denmark, and people met him through advertisement online forums. The Hague District Court said written judgment. His lawyer said that the client wanted to help people who otherwise would be unable to conceive. But the judge heard the civil case and said deliberately lied about this order to pursue and persuade the parents to take him as a donor. According to the statement of the court, the court added that the parents of the children are now confronted with the fact that the children in their family are part of a huge Kanish network with hundreds of siblings. God, I just can't believe I have a problem just dealing with five siblings. Yeah, I have two and I hate both of them. With Sorry, I love you both, guys. Yeah, with hundreds of <laughs> half-siblings, which they did not choose. This has possibly... This has or could possibly have negative psychological consequences for children, it says. It added that, therefore, in the interest that this kinship network is no longer extended any further. The case was about conflicting fundamental rights, the court statement said. On one hand, the right to respect for privacy of the parents and the donor children and on the other hand the same rights of the donor so basically it was a basic court case of like privacy of because when you when you fill out a donation paper you have to write do you want these children when they are old enough to be able to find and reach you so that you can meet your potential children down the line so correct if i'm wrong it just said siblings they cannot choose right mm-hmm you can't choose your siblings regardless, right? No, that's not what they mean by that. What they mean by that is 
parents like when you go there you think you're taking that one cup and that's it there's no other sperm like uh, that okay in the... okay oh bad yep i understand it yeah so like these parents have been taking sperm from one guy resulting in 550 births by this one guy's sperm taking advantage of a system <laughs> that apparently is fucked up and broken in, du- uh, in denmark no what's dutch Dutch? Isn't that the Netherlands? The Netherlands. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's the Netherlands. A broken <laughs> I totally pulled that out of my ass. I by believe the way. it. <laughs> is it, is it Denmark true? Danish? I think yeah, Danish. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So we're good? Denmark? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you're Send right. It. Okay. <laughs> it, they are exploiting this guy exploited a huge hole in the Denmark child donation thing. He was going outside and, and just busting loads into cups and they were using his sperm how what kind of qualifications was he like a doctor lawyer guy that just reminds hey, me if that of... was the case and i was the mother i wouldn't fucking mind like, no, doctor okay. lawyer guy what a hell of a like family Charlie fucking reunion though oh, yeah tell me but about it. so so i i haven't really researched <coughs> anything about that but like so can they so when you donate sperm you know how a lot of people try to get uh child support and shit now so if you donate sperm are they able when they nope. get your sperm are they able nope. to go back nope no nope. it's totally on the guy donating it to disclose any information yeah. or like any sort of communication with that's okay that's the max responsibility yeah. that okay. you have at some point in the world yeah. your kid could reach out to you to be like hey i just wanted to let you know that i'm alive and that's that's understandable yeah okay some dads would want to know like hey what did what did my possible donation turn into like, so before I got uh, a vasectomy, I, I probably should have like frozen sperm. Yes, would have made were sense. Stupid as fuck. I probably should have. But then it, re- <laughs> then it occurred to me like I am very fucking stupid. You're well, super you young and it? super dumb. It's now th- you're not th- full of cum. I don't know what to tell you, man. Wait, what? I said you're super dumb and super young. It's and I, young, and I, dumb, full of cum. Yeah, I was gonna say you're young, dumb, and you don't have any cum. But I still you're not even a man. I still blow. You're shooting blanks, bro. Don't come at me. There's still shots. There's a shooter in the fucking store, and you're the one guy with the gun, and you stand up and you go click, 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 click. That's not gonna do anything. Your gun's jammed, and it's never gonna get unjammed. Either way, it's it's like vasectomies can be naturally reversed. They can be, and I'm I'm 100. Have a chance. It's very rare. No, they can be physically reversed too. They can. They can. But it's not always. Not always. Um, guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's yes. Yeah. My uncle you went through having that process. an offspring is not completely off the table. I fucking hope. So. But it's also like a super. <laughs> it's also a super difficult procedure for um, if you decide to go back and you want that that surgery. The the likelihood of like the pregnancy drops dramatically. It's insane. So Jake's balls aside, um, I definitely have another story for you guys here today. Brought to you by another one by NPR.org. Um, it is captioned as, an Indiana man is dead after a grenade found in a grandfather's belongings exploded. An Indiana man is dead after a grenade discovered in his grandfather's belongings detonated. According to a post from the Lake County Sheriff's Department, officers responded to a call of an explosion before 6.30 p.m. Saturday night in the community of Lakes of the Four Seasons. The family was looking through their grandfather's belongings when they found the handheld explosive device, and it went off. Someone repeatedly pulled the pin on the device and it detonated, Sheriff Oscar Martinez Jr. said Hold in on a statement. Second. Sorry. So, yeah, let's stop right there. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't, they didn't just find it, and they're like, oh, a grenade. And then, boom. <laughs> no. They're like, what I mean, the fuck you pin do? Undo, 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 undo. Oh, boom. Oh, what happened? I don't fucking know. I'm going to put a grenade sound there. Note to self for later. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's why that's that's why I found this story because when I read that through, I'm like, my guy. The fact that they said it didn't just go off; they pulled the pin and thought, let's fucking well, do several this. Story, times. The story hits home for me because I used to have a roommate that had a live grenade Did in you his bedroom. Pin? That would fuck be, no. That would be <laughs> obviously I fucking knew better than that. Could no. have been a dud. You don't know. But like he showed it to me like numerous times, and I was just like, oh. Those Part are, of me was like, I kind of want to set this off at the same time. And I was just like, I don't think I can fucking handle that. Those are fucking heavy, aren't they? It was like a pound at least. Yeah, they're 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 oh, decent. Okay, the one yeah. I held is heavier than that. You Basically. could tell you could tell it was like legitimate. Yeah, like, it, a it's got a weight. It's, it's got, got a, like a yeah. metal metal feel in your hand. It's like a little bit more than a baseball. Yeah, I would I would even say even heavier than that. Like it, like, yeah, legitimately. Like I want to say like probably like a good like five pounds. It like maybe it's noticeable that yeah. like when it hits your That's hand, still it's still a huge difference. One pound, a baseball, or a well, five Tom pounds. Tom Tom's got the right idea. It's like the same size. Um, I know what a grenade looks like. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think way. it's um, completely on the family in this situation. No offense 100%. to them. 100%. Yeah. It's like you definitely shouldn't just have old JoJo in the back like, oh, I wonder if this pin comes out. Like, <laughs> what if, what if, I'm sorry. Like, no, well, obviously, you know what happens if the fucking pin comes out, right? It, it yeah, everybody's boom, seen, boom. Yeah, everybody's seen a movie where somebody's used a grenade. Like, you know what's going to happen. Pull the pin, you let go of the hammer, you throw it. Like it's it's not a movie, re- especially something that old. You pull the pin, there's likely to just blow up right. Everybody there. has seen Raising Arizona with Nicolas Cage and how he kills that guy with the grenade jacket on. He pulls all the pins out. Actually, I, mean, I have not seen that. So, you know, you're really? too fucking young for that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that family's fucking dumb as shit. I want to move on to our next story here. The, just to end it, the one guy died, and I think the two other people that were there went to the hospital because of the shrapnel. Oh, which is understandable. They held yeah. on to it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like a firework. I, I could see, like, somebody... My brother, when he was younger, they handed him a firework, and he didn't let go, and it burnt the fuck out of his hand. Like, he's lucky he didn't blow off his fucking fingers. Now, imagine that say that, that times... was your younger brother. No, unfortunately not. Oh, okay. It was Tyler. It was not. It was my. It was one of my older brothers. But he basically was handed a firework and it, it went off in his hand. And I, I could see like something like that happening. I don't know how young this kid was, but I could see like you know pulling the pin of a grenade and then being like, "Ha This is funny. This is funny." And then just boom. I um when I was younger, my brother we were having a cookout at my grandmother's house and he lit a f- um like a firework off of a tiki torch. Holy fuck. And it was a black cat. Oh, just, nice. Like, you know, and it have, like, super quick fuses. And by the time he lit it and threw it, it, like, exploded in his ear. Ah. Oh, fuck. And it basically just, like, burst his eardrum. And that yeah. Was I had fun. a guy throwing M80, basically, into a fire into a, a bonfire. And he yelled, run. And within one second, it, and it was, it was, I say M80 because I don't know what the actual, it was one of those, uh, like you would see on the Fourth of July, like it lit up green. It was one of the big oh, like ones. a mortar. Yeah, it was a mortar. Yeah. yeah, and he just looked at it, threw it in the fire, and yelled, "Run!" And it was like two seconds. I it actually, went off. I had something like that happen too. Actually, at Bradley's house when I was like fourteen, mm-hmm. we went to a Fourth of July there, and we were on the side of the fence, and they made like this wooden like fixture with all the mortar tubes on. There was like eight of them on there. Jesus Christ. And somebody put all of them in upside down, almost all of them. Oh my god! And then lit the fuses, 
And they were like, oh, shit, you did that? And we all just, like, hit the fucking deck. And you just saw, like, all the mortar, like, exploding over yep. us and, like, on the opposite side of the fence. And everybody was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> but it was, like, the funniest thing ever that I've survived. Not going to lie. So I got a story where uh, a woman gets 21 years for trying to kill her doppelganger with poison cheesecake. A Russian woman living in New York City was sentenced to 21 years in prison for poisoning her similar-looking friend with a sedative-laced cheesecake. Oh, they then, were friends. Then, Sorry. Yeah, friends. Then stealing her identification and other valuables. The jury convicted Victoria Nasrova, 47, of attempted murder, assault, and other charges in February. Like, first of all, they got murder, they got attempted murder, assault, and other charges from trying to poison her friend with a cheesecake. So you want to know how this went down? They were, it's a Russian woman and a Ukrainian woman. The Russian woman tried to kill the Ukrainian woman with this poison that she laced inside the cheesecake. They brought out three slices. The woman ate two to show how delicious it was. And then the, the, the other woman ate it. It was a sedative inside the cheesecake. She took a bite of it. She ate it. She ended up passing out. And then the woman, the Russian woman, threw pills all over the room to make it look yeah. like she had, had an overdose trying to get away. When the woman survived and came back from the hospital, uh, sorry. So when she came. No, hold on. I got it. So when the uh, the Ukrainian woman came back from the hospital, she noticed that her credit cards, all of her information was gone, and the, the Russian woman was the only one at the house. Now, when it comes to the the look of these two women, they look completely fucking different. Like, they're they're around the same age. They've got dark hair, you know, blue eyes. They look the same, but honestly, it... I you don't know. You just need to look similar. You don't yeah, need to look exactly I, I, I totally get it, but she what? took all of her all of her stuff. What really kills me is, like, the judge that delivered uh, Victoria Nasroba's sentence uh, called her an extremely dangerous woman with the diabolical scheme, and she ended up cursing him out as she left the courtroom. What like, a cause savage. That, savage. Because that's going to help your case anyway, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's just the point, like, you admit defeat. It's one of the five stages of grief. <laughs> Denial. You called it, bud. You definitely called it there. Um, Jake, what do you got for us? My story's way Jake, too fucking long. Jake's tapped oh, out. Okay. <laughs> He's on, a pussy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So enough with sweets and desserts. I think it's time we pull out the, the last segment of this episode. I had the boys download chat GPT, and I'm going to rank the best fake news story that they have for chat GPT. The winner is going to get just a high five. You're going to get another beer. I was going to say, are we playing, like, drink the beer here? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, We're going to, no if shit, you... Right. Greatest yeah. family guy joke of all time, by the way. Okay, hold on. Anyway. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so I had the guys download ChatGPT to create a story, a fake news story for this podcast. I'm going to be ranking them between each story, and I'm going to decide on a winner for the end of season two... Coming soon with season three of Men and Misfortune. This is going to be the king of the studio. Who is going to fucking reign supreme? I volunteer to go second. Okay. All right. I want to go third. Jake I seems like I'm he's fucking third. ready. All right. Jake, no pressure. Just remember that everything you have as a podcaster is on the fucking line. Jake, you fucking suck. Oh, I don't have a whole lot. We're fun. Okay. So we've all loved Florida stories, right? So I've created mine about a Florida story. 
Absolutely. In a true Floridian tale of absurdity, a daring man from a sunshine state has allegedly trained a chimpanzee to ride atop of an alligator, embarking on a hilarious mission to fetch him beer. I love you. Witnesses were left in stitches as they spotted the chimp affectionately named Barrels of Laugh, perched atop of a laid-back alligator, Tipsy, gliding through the swamp for the purpose. Barrels of Laugh reportedly waltz into the store, money in hand, and emerge triumphantly with a cold brew. This uproarious escalate has sparked a frenzy of laughter, proving that in Florida, even the animals have a sense of humor. So really this, shitty ending. So lie. this story was about an alligator monkey riding, or a monkey riding alligator buying beer on an adventure. People saw him and laughed about it. That just reminds me of like the third Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, I just feel like we're missing the human. I feel like we're missing the human like punching the sand as he screams. They they really did it. They blew it up. So I put put in there that um, Florida man trained the chimps, but it never fucking put up the man actually trained. And nothing to do with the man. I mean, that kind of shits on it, but I mean, you know, AI is a fucking terrifying thing. <laughs> we just pulled this out of our ass. So, Riley, what you got, man? Are you ready for the fucking title, dude? I think I'm gonna take the title with this one. I think I got the title, my guy. I think you can go fuck yourself. But I anyways, think you can fuck me yourself, coward. I will, because you are beautiful. Like I said, but it's I the Raphael the haircut. It's, it's the, the soul. Cal- I got the long hair. Soul now. caliber, man. And I know you love Soul Calibur, but anyway, so I've never used Chat GPT in my whole entire life. I don't think none of us have actually. I've seen the, the South Park episode of it, and honestly, like after just using it, I think this thing is fucking amazing. This <laughs> is this <laughs> is so like the South Park episode is where I got the influence for this. I was like, you know, what? Right, I, the, yeah. like they're writing stories about this. This is fucking hilarious. I want to I want to see what our group can come up with, or at least so, this AI. So I asked Chat GPT. I was like, all right. Create a fake podcast news article about Naruto fighting Tony Soprano. How'd that God go? Damn it. So it sent me like nine paragraphs. Yeah? Holy and God. I was just like, hey, can you sub it up to 100 words? <laughs> then in like two seconds, I had like 100 words worth of this topic. And I'm, I'm just honestly so impressed right now. Yeah? It's, it's great. I don't even know what to say. I'm just like, fuck, I wish I would have had this in middle school. Well, yeah, now you see no why artists shit. like freak <laughs> out about like... Chat GPT because all you have to do is paint me a picture of kids kissing sharks. Yeah, like I said, I was in that uh, cursed AI group, and I've seen it's a fucking lot fantastic. Of, it's hilarious, it but it's also in. very disturbing at the same oh, time. Oh yeah. So anyway, uh, again, the question I asked Chat GPT was: Can create a fake podcast about a news article between Naruto and Tony Soprano fighting? This is what it sent back. In an unexpected crossover event, Naruto Uzumaki and Tony Soprano find themselves in a clash of epic proportions. These beloved characters from different universes engage in a battle that captivates fans worldwide. Naruto, the powerful ninja, faces off against Tony, the notorious mob boss. (laughs) As theories and speculations flood social media, the clash is fueled by conflicting ideologies and motivations. With debates over who will emerge victorious, the showdown pushes the boundaries of imagination. Surprises await as familiar faces may join the fray. The historic confrontation will undoubtedly leave a lasting mark on both franchises. Stay tuned for updates. Well, if that's not the most vague but interesting thing I've ever read, <laughs> I'd in my read the fuck out of that story, dude. 
I, still I think swear I to God. I still think I win. Man, I don't know, Tom. It, you right. got a you got a top I, you got a top Sopranos and I was hoping anime. for like details, I, like Tony Soprano shows up. With, it's like, hard with the hundred words, man. Mob guys it really Naruto. It's really like, hard. Rasengan and just blows away any kind of like yeah. chance he has. So my title, my headline for this is "Time Traveling Penguin Stunned Scientist Claims to Have Witnessed <laughs> Dinosaurs." Okay, that one. <laughs> what the fuck? In a mind-bending discovery, a penguin from Antarctica shocks the scientific community with claims of time travel and encounters with ancient dinosaurs. Dubbed Professor Waddles, the enigmatic <laughs> 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 penguin waddled into that. a research station captivating scientists with an astonishing tale. According to Professor Waddles, while on a routine fishing expedition, a mysterious vortex wished him away to prehistoric era. He described awe-inspiring scenes of towering dinosaurs and vibrant landscapes. Initially met with skepticism, the bird's impeccable knowledge of extinct species and accurate descriptions of long-lost ecosystems. I feel like you're narrating Jurassic Park right now. Dude, I feel like it's like a merger between Back to the Future with a penguin and Jurassic Park. and It's, it's like, just like... Back to the Future, but Jeff Goldblum's in it. Because <laughs> that's the only guy that you can remember that was in that movie. It ends so good. Experts are now experts are now scrambling experts. to unravel the secrets of time travel hidden within this unassuming avian explorer. Could Professor Waddles hold the key to unlocking humanity's greatest temporal mystery? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, dude. That's the kind of detail I wanted in mind. But I feel like it was just... Do you want to know what I looked up? Do you want to know what I typed in? Please yeah. tell us. Yeah, please tell us. I typed in, uh, write a crazy hundred-word <laughs> news story for a podcast. That's uh, all I typed in. We didn't use the word wow. crazy. Well, hold on, we changed one up. See if we can modify anything, though. Oh, fuck. We got, we got one left. See, I, I'm sorry, Sue. Oh, no, we got two. I feel no, like I'm not doing one. I'm not doing it. I feel like it would be unfair. This was your idea. I feel you like put would... us up to this. I'm the fearless leader. This cold is mine, and we're going to fucking drive it this way. My penguin one was the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I just added the word crazy instead of the, you know, create crazy fake 100-word news article. This is what it came up with. Prepare to have your jaws drop and your funny bones tickled. A Florida man has taken the concept of wild adventures to a whole new level. Reported by training a beer-loving chimp. To ride an alligator. Dude, why are they all monkeys for you? I wrote. I wanted he's a, fuck, a monkey. I wanted say, a fucking monkey on an alligator. This is the man. second monkey story. I'm sorry. Story. I, I it's gonna be really hard to top the one that I have in mind right now, dude. It, honestly, yeah. So it changed the names, honestly. So with that, I'm gonna have to go ahead and declare the winner of season two. Drum roll, please. It's gonna have to be Tom with this fucking penguin That's story, fair. man. Yeah. There, penguins no, was the best. There's no Dr. fucking waddles. If ands or buts about that. No, that that immediately shit on everything that was said before. That I'm sorry, Tom. But. I do. You, would you like a uh, a winner speech? Go ahead and make one if you'd like. I just gotta thank all the wonderful men of misfortune and the danger noodle that will not stop moving. I'm gonna be sad when he's not our mascot anymore. We've, I'm gonna be so sad. We have this, we have this uh, we've got Riley Snake in the studio and Tom's playing with him right now. Banana, say something for the people out there. <laughs> Good job. Snake. Good Tom. So it's gonna be really sad that we don't have a studio pet anymore because the new studio doesn't I mean, we just don't have anything. I mean, we got a dog there, Sparky. I want a snake. Yeah, I want a snake. I feel like the snake is where it's at. I think we need, Mr. To get I a, need a penguin snake. now, actually. 
As we come to the end of the season two, I cannot thank you guys for coming through season one and to finish season two out with us. Be sure to check us out on all our uh, listening platforms. We're on Spotify, which we prefer you listen on, Apple Podcasts, RSS, Anchor, anywhere you get your fucking podcast needs. I would also like to mention that YouTube Music is now doing podcasts, so look forward to us being on there in the future. We will also be providing video and audio content for YouTube. We are going to be doing video uh, episodes, and we're going to also be doing a TikTok. Our Patreon, we just dropped an episode on our Patreon. It is a video episode. It is our it, it, basically me doing a solo episode with the podcast, the Tall Talk podcast. And I had a great time. We pretty much talked about Colts the entire time. It, it's it's honestly, it, it gels very well. And I hope you guys get a chance to check out our Patreon for all of our bonus content. Go ahead. I was going to say, be sure to check out Cryptic College coming to a channel near you. Tom's new podcast. You want to talk hey. about it, Tom, real quick? It's going to be all about, you know, your supernatural cryptid creatures, uh, what to do if you encounter them, some ways to protect yourself or to live alongside them. We'll have some back history and stuff too, but... Mostly it'll be just kind of ways to help you deal with your own uh, supernatural roommates or entities. Or suspicions. I absolutely loved it. I got to hear it for the first time the other day. We've got a great opening. We've got Tom with his uh, research that he's done for the episode. And it feels like you're kind of on an online class. It, It feels very professional. Uh, I honestly can't wait to share it. We're pretty much going to be talking about when we're going to be doing an upload date. So you're going to... See the upload date before you actually hear this episode. So we're in the future right now. How do you feel, boys? I'm always Um, in the future, living in the past. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, Bob Dylan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. With that uh, 70s rock star quote aside, um, I'm your humble host, Riley Wallen. I am Tom with the magic wand. And I'm your dipshit, the reigning one. And I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. Stay misfortunate. (laughs) And always listen to mom. And we're out. We're fucking out. We're out. Woo! No. Get the fuck out. No. Of my studio. We're out. (laughs) Get the fuck out of his house. Season three, we're here, baby! (laughs) Woo! Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to mom.